Ryan Fleming can help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Welcome to another show. I'm Walter Storholtz here alongside Ryan Fleming, financial advisor, Retire Pilots. And uh, you can find us online at retirepilots.com. Ryan's the man you're here to hear from and to learn how to like the afterburners on your 401k and uh, similar accounts. If you are ready for financial advice and guidance, then listen up because we've got an important show on the way today. A tough topic. We're going to be talking about retirement and divorce. Before we get to that, we have Ryan always gallivanting across the entire world. Uh, your office is literally everywhere, Ryan. Today you're joining us from Papua New Guinea, I believe. So uh, hopefully the weather there is good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Papua New Guinea. This is, uh, you know, we only have offices here a couple times a year. Um, if I was looking out my window, I'd have to look up Papua New Guinea and explain to you what I was seeing. But yeah, we, we are working from various places overseas at all times. Yeah, you're all over the place. That is for sure. So uh, if you want to meet with Ryan, you can pick a, a great office near you. L- literally unlimited offices uh, to meet with across the world. Uh, well, let's dive into this tough subject on the show today, Ryan, because you know going through a divorce for anybody at any age is going to be difficult. That doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. But doing it near or in retirement seems to add all sorts of additional complications. And so on this episode, I wanted to explore some of those things with you, some of the financial mistakes that you see people make in the midst of a divorce, especially if they're in that retirement mindset or age or frame of mind. And we've got four tips to go over on today's show and maybe a bonus one or two. Uh, First one, Ryan, would be choosing the house over other financial assets. This is kind of a common default for some people in the early negotiations. What do you think about people who want to do that or decide to do that or that level of debate? Yeah. Before we dig in, Walter, if you don't mind, the reason why we're having this podcast episode is because this is unfortunately a normal part of life. Uh, There's quite a few divorces out there and it's also quite prevalent in the pilot community, unfortunately. So I have many, many clients that have either been through a divorce are going through a divorce or will go through a divorce. So that's why we decided to have this show. And uh, I just recently had a client, a non-pilot client, um, go through a divorce. And these are some of the things that we discussed. So choosing the house over other financial assets. So people assume that they're better off keeping the house instead of retirement accounts. But I would agree that this isn't necessarily true. There's ongoing expenses that go with a house. Also, if a house is paid off, it's a dead asset. That money's not really working for you where you'd be better. Let's, let's say the house is $500,000 and it was totally paid off. That $500,000 is no longer working for you. So at 10% and you have a 3% mortgage, um, those assets aren't working for you and growing over time. Now, granted, you don't have a, a mortgage payment every single month. But in most cases, when you look at the long-term wealth building power of what you have, that paid off house is not going to be as valuable to you as $500,000 of, of assets or investments that are continuing to grow. So I would shy away from having that paid off house. Now, getting the house where it's not paid off and you had other assets, that's a, di- a little bit different equation. But, but yes, I would, I would say upfront that that should be a discussion of what the house is truly worth because really all you're going to get out of it besides a place to live is maybe the appreciation it might have over time. 
Really good points there. And uh, yeah, you start to evaluate different things when you go through the divorce like this, it seems. Liquidity, you know, might become a lot more important. And then, you know, conversations about growth, like you mentioned, you kind of have to an- analyze these things, not from just singular value, but from all the different, uh, you know, properties of money that we've discussed on the show in the past really come into play as you're talking about this different, uh, you know, ways of dividing assets. That's, that's I actually why. have a, I actually have a really great article that talks okay. about home, home equity and the power of that. So like, if you ever thought about, should I pay off my house? Should I not pay off my house? This is a great, great article that talks about building true long-term wealth. And it talks about how the rich, they don't pay off their houses. They use other people's money to hold on to their houses. Because it's actually good debt, and the, they let their money work for them. So, if you're interested in having a conversation about that, uh, reach out to me. I can share the article, and it, it is quite insightful. If you want to get in touch with Ryan and get that article, you can email him Ryan at pilotsadvisor.com. Ryan at pilotsadvisor.com, and we'll put the contact info in the description of today's show as well, so it's easy for you to find. But uh, yeah, just let him know you'd like to get that article about uh, housing and retirement and retirees. That'd be very helpful, Ryan. Thank you. Uh, We're talking about retirement and divorce on today's episode, an unfortunate and uh, tough topic, but one that is very common these days and why we need to cover it. Uh, Let's talk about point number two would be ignoring the tax implications of retirement funds. What's to know there? Oh, this is a big one. So we recently had a divorced couple and I was talking to the the wife and uh, she found out, okay, after they looked at all their stuff, she was due $800,000. Well, the uh, the husband, or I guess ex-husband in this case, was just trying to give her $800,000, and I was discussing with her this exact topic, because what we want is $800,000 of a Roth IRA, <laughs> not some of these other accounts. So the big points to remember here, a tax-deferred account, you're in a partnership with the United States government, you still owe them 30 plus percent. So if you walk away with $200,000 from an IRA, and your spouse walks away with the same amount in a Roth IRA or a brokerage account, they won. They, they have a much better situation because those accounts have already paid taxes on, on those. Uh, it's after-tax savings. So it's a lot more powerful in retirement. A Roth IRA is going to be tax-free growth, tax-free withdrawals. So there's a hierarchy for sure of retirement funds, and it's not as simple as, hey, let's split up things even, and you get this, I get this. It really depends on where it comes from. It's a really good point, I think, and um, you know, it's it's these kinds of things like that's uh, something we want to evaluate anyway. If you're in retirement, right, the tax implications of your funds, but then it just becomes even more important when you're going through a divorce and figuring out those assets and those big decisions. So that's why we're drawing attention to these things in this list. Yeah, and, and absolutely. And I, if you have questions about this or you're currently going through this situation, feel free to reach out because this is a a very very important factor on how you split up your assets and which which accounts you get. So, And again, if you want to get in touch with Ryan, you can call or text to start that conversation at 843-475-3038 or find additional contact info in the description of today's show. Hey, if you're ready to have clarity and thrive in your retirement, you're in the right place. And I've got another resource for you to check out. Go to retirepilots.com and look right there on the homepage. You'll be able to click Get My Free Toolkit. What this is going to do is help you get for free Ryan's Retirement Toolkit. This is going to include his two books, The Pilot's Advisor and Pilot's Retire Early, revealing the nine critical decisions when retiring and the seven lessons to save your retirement. 
Not only does it include the books, but lots of other goodies packed into this free toolkit that'll be sent to you ASAP. It's a great starting place for any pilot to begin their retirement journey. Go to retirepilots.com. Point number three about retirement and divorce. Rolling a spouse's retirement account directly into an IRA immediately after divorce. Why is this something to be aware of? It seems oddly specific. Well, a lot of times when you get a, a, a divorce, you can take half of the other spouse's retirement, if that's what the court order says, and roll it into your own IRA. But the big catch here is that after a divorce, you can actually access those funds prior to 59 and a half. So normally you can't access them until after you're 59 and a half without getting a 10% penalty. Well, after a divorce, if there's money or cash that's needed, you can actually get money when you're not 59 and a half and not pay that 10% penalty. And that's uh, under the Quadro, the Qualified Domestic Relations Order. So there is an opportunity there. Hopefully you're not in that situation where you need that, that money now, but it is an option. Interesting one to be aware of there. And uh, again, be uh, very careful of any of those different movements. I, I guess this is one of those kinds of things where whenever you're rolling over money in an IRA, it can kind of trigger different events if you don't do it the right way, right? This is where estate planning is huge. This is where, you know, when you're going through a divorce, you really have to know the tax implications of anything that you're doing because most of them, you can't reverse it. You make that decision, you press, and you can never change it. No different than when to take your pension, when to take Social Security. These are big, big items in your life that you got to get right the first time. All right, very good. This is helpful information across the board. Let's get to at least one more uh, element here about retirement and divorce, Ryan. And that would be allowing emotions to cloud your decision-making. It can be hard to realize that this is happening in the moment, uh, but it can really kind of, uh, I mean, if you talk about things that are emotional in your life, this would have to be up there as some of the top things. Uh, what kinds of advice can you give trying to keep emotions in check in a situation where it's really hard to do that? Well, divorce alone is a very emotional thing. Um, and we try, we talk with our clients all the time about not making short-term emotional decisions about your money. And that, that's difficult enough when the market's down. But imagine going through divorce where your emotions at it are off the charts. So anytime you're in the midst of an emotionally difficult situation, these decisions can be very tough. And sometimes people just want it to go away. And they'll make a decision that's the, the path of least resistance. But unfortunately, we really have to think through every decision because those have long-term consequences. Um, so it's really important for you to understand your options, think through your different choices, and make a decision that's going to be the best for you over the long haul. A financial advisor can definitely help with this. And it, I know it's very difficult at these times to take a step back and be unemotional about the situation, but it is, it is highly uh, advisable and required to do that at any time. And this advice, uh, it translates beyond retirement and divorce. It's uh, also when you lose a loved one, we kind of give the same advice, Ryan, or anytime you're going through a big emotional, you know, time in your life, maybe it's a sickness or something like that, trying to give yourself some time and space and uh, some clear headedness and, you know, never a bad idea, a, a third opinion or a second opinion or somebody in a third party role to help guide you through that who can be a little bit less emotional about what's happening. Well, and this comes back to, and I know it's boring, but this is where planning helps. I mean, I know you can't plan for a divorce necessarily, but you can definitely plan for death. And like when you look at estate planning and, you know, that last, that last portion of your life, I, I highly recommend you plan that out so that your, your loved ones 
they're they're going to be dealing with enough stress and emotion when you when you decide to leave this great earth. And if you have all your financial obligations in order, it makes it a lot easier on everyone so that they don't have to make those hard decisions in a time when they're very vulnerable. Well, if you need help making these decisions, navigating through this uh, really difficult time in your life and uh, having these hard conversations, reach out once again to Ryan Fleming. You can do that by calling or texting him at 843-475-3038. That's 843-475-3038. Or go online to retirepilots.com. That's retirepilots.com. Also where you can pick up the Retirement Toolkit with great guidance, advice, and starting points for your retirement planning journey. Uh, And there's all those uh, links that you need and contact information in today's show description. Uh, Ryan, thank you for tackling this topic with us, and uh, we'll have another great episode on tap next time. All right. I'm off to Kilimanjaro. Talk to you next time. Stay safe. We'll talk to you soon. That's Ryan Fleming. I'm Walter Storholt. We'll talk to you next time here on The Pilot's Advisor. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.